Hello and welcome back to the 38th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast with your host, Bennett Leon, and your co-host, Ashley Downing. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, okay. So, um, guys, there honestly wasn't a ton of stuff in the news today. Um, Ashley just double-checked to make sure that there was nothing that we missed because it seemed like there was nothing giant in the news for once. Um, but uh, something that I came across today uh, I thought was kind of interesting and worth noting um, one of three things that we're going to talk about today. And uh, that would be that the Navy is expected to fire... Uh, the captain who raised the, the alarm about the coronavirus outbreak on one of their ships. So I, I think that's really notable because China also kind of suppressed and like threatened um, and like did all these things to the, uh, the whistleblowers in the beginning of the, their coronavirus uh, outbreak in China too. So what makes us really better than them? Um, so I think that's going to be really fun to talk about. Uh, we're also going to talk about this clip that we're going to play for you, uh, in which Bernie Sanders, uh, is interviewed by Whoopi Goldberg on The View, um, like remotely, of course. And you're going to see Whoopi Goldberg be a complete bitch and like, uh, (laughs) and totally like throw this thing upside down and like have a complete bias in her questionnaire uh when it comes to uh, everything that she's asking bernie and and it's like very aggressive and notable immediately notable uh but i'll let it speak for itself later we're also gonna give you more updates about the coronavirus uh crisis um we're gonna talk about those numbers there uh so let's go ahead and start with the first topic so China, um, well, the U.S. Navy firing the captain aboard this ship. So uh, the ship is the USS Theodore Roosevelt. It's actually an aircraft carrier that is battling a um, COVID-19 outbreak and is currently in port in Guam, mm-hmm. uh, according to U- two U.S. officials were confirmed to NBC News. Yeah, there was actually 93 positive test results out of 1,000 people. Or no, and more than 1,000 people were taken off the carrier. But 93 positive test results, that's scary. I know, on such a confined space, like where everything, everybody uses everything yeah. like interchangeably. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a giant deal. And then, But why would they fire him? Like, I don't get that kind of mentality. Yeah, like, oh my why goodness. Why fire them? Why, why fire the people that do the right thing? Like, isn't that what you're supposed well, to do? I'll tell you why. Because because he spoke out and was, quote-unquote, uh, how President Trump was explaining it to Pence about the governors, unappreciative of what federal government has done. And I think that this is totally, like, a behind-closed-doors. People were, you know, basically saying that he was t- t- talking trash or making the government, the administration, look bad. Um, that's, that's totally what this is about because he's calling them out, you know? And so they're upset about that and they don't want one of their high military officials to be saying things like that to reporters 
and um, just in general. So yeah, I think it's totally a um, no, sorry, you're not going to make us look bad. Peace. That's totally believable. Peace, you can resign or get totally fired. Totally believable. And it wouldn't be the first time. No, it's just like when President Trump tells Pence not to call back governors who are quote-unquote unappreciative. I mean, it's that to me, that's, that's exactly the same ex- thing that happened here. He said something that they didn't like, and now he's fired. <laughs> and I like that you put on your post, how are we any, any better than China? Exactly. <laughs> how are we? Literally. Oh, I don't like you for what you said, so bye. Like, um, okay. It's... That's not a democracy, is it? It's definitely not a fucking <laughs> democracy. It's an oligarchy. Hey! Um, but, um, well, it's not really a good <laughs> thing, but... Uh, for this podcast, uh, it's fun. Uh, but hey, learn, get get to know, guys. This is real. For real, dude. Um, and it's really sad once you like you notice once you start like paying more attention, like you start to see like how they do everything like in the bright of day. Like they don't give a fuck, at, and it's just like straight up stupid shit that like you look at it and you're reading these articles and you're watching the news and like you're like our leaders are so incompetent like it's absolutely insane and they constantly work against uh the majority of americans that's why over the last few decades most people's wages have either stagnated or gone down so I mean, take your pick, guys. <laughs> take your pick. Take your pick. The guy that says uh, the candidate that's offering $2,000 a month, no matter what, until the coronavirus um, crisis ends and everybody gets hired back to work. Or the fucking guy that doesn't even want to, that said that if a, a Medicare for all bill was sent to his desk, from passed by the House and the Senate, he would not sign it because it would be too expensive. So do you think he would sign anything to do with fucking coronavirus that, like, that would be too expensive? Do you know how much is, this is going to be fucked? Oh, the ventilators alone are 25... Well, now they're not $25,000. Originally they were. Now they're 45000 45. And the yeah. New York State needs that 30000 alone. So imagine the entire country, how much it's going to cost just for ventilators. Now they need N95 masks, they need gowns, they need a million different things. So it's going to be interesting to see how Joe Biden reacts to it. And he's been really lax, very lax in his response to coronavirus, (laughs) I feel like. Haven't you noticed that? Like, he hasn't really been yes. like one of the major figures even though he's running for president right now and he's mm-hmm. like the nominee basically he's the presumptive nominee so like you would think he would be on the front line saying more about the coronavirus than who his potential absolutely might be. and like <laughs> and the guy who was losing didn't give a fuck like in that race with between him and joe biden bernie sanders gave no fucks started like about his status in like the race and then he just shifted his focus to like 
addressing the uh, coronavirus pandemic. And he was even like uh, caught on a tape or whatever saying to a reporter like uh, that asked him some stupid ass question. And Bernie Sanders said, uh, I'm working on, I'm trying to say this, the like the fucking country or some shit like that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to save the country from like this pandemic. Like, I think I have enough on my plate, don't you? Or like, <laughs> some yeah, something along those lines. But it's really interesting to see like the person no, that that's... like is genuine and like wholehearted and like I feel like it's just the media, dude. The media is what's like fucking everything up because if it wasn't for them. And if people would just have the facts in front of them, they would, I feel, go with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I think definitely. Like, you you have this idea that the media is telling is telling you either number well, number one all the information and number two accurate information, and that's just not true at all nowadays. And when you don't personally do your own research or talk to people, which nowadays talking to somebody who has an opinion other than your own is very rare. So if, if you don't, if you don't really try to inform yourself, then you're stuck listening to this biased media and who's pushing Biden and has been pushing Biden this whole time. Yeah, it's fucking sad, dude. I realize it's kind of sad in this country, but I mean, that's why uh, shows like ours exist to show people how fucking stupid our leaders are, how, how they constantly work against us and how easily we can make change if we just work together for once. So it's very um so let's move on to the next topic let's talk about this video i wanted to play for you guys uh and you're gonna see once again bernie sanders battling Whoopi goldberg and a heated interview on the view uh and bernie sanders is of course still in the race for president uh and he is recording out of uh burlington Vermont. and uh this was from just yesterday april 1st Let's go ahead and check this out. You intend to stay in this race uh, for president because you believe there is a path to victory. I want to know what that path is because this feels a little bit like it did when you didn't come out when uh, Hillary Clinton was clearly the person folks were going for. So can you explain why you're still in the race and what this path is that you see? uh, one of the reasons, that's not quite accurate, I worked as hard as I could to uh, for Hillary Clinton. But the reason, there is a, uh, a Well, but a, a I, Bernie, just, just so we're clear, you, you worked for Hillary, but it took you a very, very long time to, to, to hop in. And your people also, it took a very long time for them yeah, to uh, hop in. So uh, be, when I say that, that's what I'm the, talking about. Yeah, well, I, I don't accept that characterization. <laughs> But the point is, people okay. have a right to start in democracy. See, like, look how conflictive she's being. Like, look how hostile the questioning is. 
Hostile. That's the what I. That's the exact adjective that I get when I listen to this. Hostile. That's hostile as fuck. She's like, "Why are you in this? Like, are you serious, bro? Like, people deserve to have their voice, like their their voice heard when it comes to voting and their policy. Like, Bernie Sanders represents like half the country when it comes to uh, Democrats. You know, at least he represents the base of the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, the progressive wing." The one that even always gets fucking squashed by the uh, more moderate uh, side of the party. But nonetheless, uh, in this video, it's fucking annoying to see someone just completely shit on uh, Bernie Sanders and tell him to basically get out of the race. Um, It's just really, really disheartening. Um, But let's go ahead and continue to hear this BS spew out of fucking uh, Whoopi. People have a right. Last I heard, people in a democracy have a right to vote and they have a right to vote for the agenda that they think can work for America, especially in this very, very difficult moment. We are assessing our campaign, as a matter of fact, where we want to go forward. But people in a democracy Uh do have a right to vote. And right now, in this unprecedented moment in American history, I think we need to have a very serious discussion about how we go forward. And one of the things that I am working on with other members of the Senate and Congress is a new stimulus package, which not only makes sure that all of our people in this crisis have health care, but also that they continue to receive their paycheck. We have got to understand where we are at. And right now is April 1st. It is likely possible there are millions of people who cannot pay their rent. Notice how she's already trying to cut him off. That That is a... I want you guys to notice that that is a, one of the tactics that a lot of the the news outlets like to use on people like progressive voices and voices of reason. They use mm-hmm. that tactic a lot to suppress them, for them not to speak. And to, they do that a lot. They do that on Fox News. They do it on MSNBC. Uh, you're seeing it right here with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, but just know that that's the intention behind a long explanation of something, a detailed explanation of something that's really important. Like he's about to talk about his plan for a stimulus bill, like something that could really differentiate him and Joe Biden. And they do not want their airtime uh, to benefit Bernie Sanders at all. But that is completely answering her question because that is what he's trying to say is that his agenda is completely different than Biden's agenda. And that's why he's staying in the race. He's not another conservative Democrat. He's not another establishment candidate. If there were two establishment candidates up there, then yeah, it kind of like when I was so upset about Warren not dropping out um, because clearly Bernie would have gotten all those votes. Biden is not going to get all of those Bernie votes if Bernie were to drop out. Actually, I know people who would not vote, period, because they don't want to vote for Biden and they can't vote for Trump. Um, So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think it's her. Her question is just it's 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 moot. Makes no sense. 
It's absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, so you get the point. Bernie Sanders. Oh, wait, I'll let him finish up his uh, sentence because he was about to talk about his stimulus package. So as soon as that uh, he says that, then I'll end it. One second. Can I pay this? Yes. But wouldn't it be smarter for you to continue on that path to make sure that gets done? Well, we are doing it. Believe me, I am doing it. Our nature of our... I'm sitting in my house right now. I'm not holding a rally in Wisconsin because of the nature of campaigns. But right now, what I am primarily focusing on with other members of the Congress is a new corona, what we call a coronavirus for stimulus package, which will guarantee that every worker in America continues to receive his or her paycheck, that states and cities get the kind of revenue they need to take, maintain their payroll and take care of the work that they have got to do. What I am very worried about so is that is people cannot in, afford yes? to. Oh, my God. But, you know, your I plan just is to said that we are well, for the fourth time, you're assessing. We me. are assessing. Oh. Look at her! Look at her! Like oh Bernie Sanders gosh. literally said, "For the fourth time, yes, bro." Well, and it's like, hey, come on now! Like, there's already a lag in time because you were in two different places. Like, now you're just being a jerk because I have to keep and repeating now, myself. And she keeps <laughs> interrupting him. Notice that. Notice that. So, like, um, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Bernie, uh, it, it's evident that Whoopi Goldberg is not a journalist uh, and not meant to be uh, an anchor on TV, at least maybe for entertainment purposes, but not for the news. Uh, I don't think she should be doing that. But uh, of course, I don't make the rules. So fuck me, I guess, for now. Uh, so, um, let's move on to the next topic, which is some updates about the coronavirus cases in the, um, in the country and, uh, globally. So let's start with those global numbers. Uh, Ashley, you want to take that over? Yeah, well, that's like pretty much the most notable thing I've seen in the news today is a lot of stuff about coronavirus cases hitting a million. So we're at a million, 15,667 cases worldwide and 53,200 deaths. Um, Now, 212,991 have recovered. So that's... I mean, definitely note something to note. A lot of people are recovering from this. Um, but the U.S. remains top of the top of the chart. We have 245,080 cases. The next one is Italy with 115,242. So that's like a lot less than us. <laughs> that's crazy. We were... I mean, we have over we, double. We basically added almost, well, we added 30,000 yesterday. And we almost added 50,000 within like a little over 24 hours. That's yeah. crazy. I wonder, well, probably after today, we're definitely going to be after, I feel like we're definitely going to be after 300,000. Uh, 300, and at this rate, I feel like it's just going to get. 
it's just I feel like uh, Fauci's numbers are going to be pretty accurate when it comes to the death rates. Um, like within that two hundred thousand range, I think. Um, but we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's not that bad. Um, but as the numbers keep creeping up there, I feel like those numbers are definitely a reality. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, New York is actually closing it on 100,000. They have 93,000 right now, 53. That's wild. That's crazy. And what's even more crazy is they actually have over 83,000 active cases, which means that their hospitals have to be, I mean, just completely wiped out. I mean, there's, there's, there's no wonder Governor Cuomo is taking all of these extreme measures, like building these five off-site hospitals and having this naval ship, the USS Comfort. I mean, like, they're, I can't even imagine, eight, over 83,000 cases. That's, wow. And they still don't have what they need. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, even if half those people needed a ventilator, they wouldn't need have the, the amount that they needed. I think he said they needed an additional 30,000. I mean. <laughs> yeah, they said that was conservative too, I think. Or whatever they asked for is yeah. what they um, would need at the peak. And, I, and I've heard Trump explain like his rationale behind not really giving a lot of, or every governor exactly what they asked for when it comes to the ventilators. His motivate or like his thought process behind it is, um, he thinks it's a better idea to just kind of like spread like a little everywhere, and then whoever needs more later, like just ask, and then like hopefully your neighbor doesn't need like the yeah, and then you can kind of like start sharing and like kind of start like a little system like that. Huh. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't it be just be nice for you to have them when you need them? Though, I mean, I do get the point. Though, you want to make sure that you're not um, giving all your resources to one area. But still, they clearly, I mean, they have, they have the most. I'm trying to figure out how to say this in comparison to the second highest state. They have like three times the amount of cases, so so I just feel like that expl- Trump's explanation is also moot. Makes no you're, sense. You're a hundred percent right, Ashley. You're a hundred percent right. Um, he is super wrong uh, to deny anything to do to New York or like New Jersey or like anything in that tri-state area is like fuck. They should they should have been on quarantine like a long time ago and just now they're starting to take that kind of more seriously uh and even now they're not giving new york the funding that they need the support they need they have ninety-three thousand fucking cases that is insane that is insane so um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous for the Trump administration to deny them really everything. I would, if I was the president, I mean, I would be freaking out over New York and New Jersey and like, once again, like the tri-state area. And 
like yeah. do everything I could to kind of suppress the epicenter because like if we can suppress the epicenters then it doesn't really get super bad you know because these are the super populated areas yeah. that's where they're getting that's why these are the epicenters I definitely agree with that but I also think and um Dr. Fauci actually mentioned this today I think it was today uh yeah it's the, today in the news um oh just this evening actually um that he thinks he doesn't understand why every state has an issue to stay at home order. And I, that's what I have been saying. And I think we've talked about that on this podcast ever since the beginning of the coronavirus, like just shut down the country for two weeks. Like, but I mean, why are more states not issuing these stay at home orders and closing areas like beaches and big parks and, you know, like, I just, like, I don't understand. That seems like it's a very um, realistic, easy precaution to take. It's because in their minds, uh, and we've, once again, we've talked about this uh, in this podcast as well. Like, they prefer to save the economy and, perf- and they even said, like, I said this also before that the lieutenant, the lieutenant governor of Texas said that, like, your grandmother would be uh, or should be proud to or is really proud to die in the name of the economy or something like that. Like, that's so stupid, dude. Like Disgusting. Well, and that's why I really appreciate Dr. Fauci, and I'm glad that he is at some part, has is playing some part in this coronavirus task force because clearly we're on the same page with the whole I don't understand why people are making these dumbass decisions choosing money over people I mean it's just there it's and the thing is is in the long run when you really think about it you're going to lose more money if this becomes bigger than you can control and you end up having to close down for a lot exactly. longer. Exactly. So, like, the, yeah. the worse this gets, the longer this is going to take, the more the Fed is going to have to print, the longer everyone's going to have to stay at home, the more the businesses are going to have to take out in loans. Uh, it's just uh, a never-ending cycling. The more the value of the da- dollar exactly. diminishes... the longer it'll take the stock market to recover. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so it's... Most importantly, the more lives we're losing, people, stay at home. For real, dude. Politicians, be smart. Yeah. At least now they're not really like congregating together too much. They're doing everything pretty remote. But... Wow. When I compare in the United States, it says that there's been 6,075 cases and 10,403 people recovered. That's really crazy. I mean, these are troubling times, but of course, we will keep our audience updated. But I think this is a great place to wrap up. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and to this podcast. 
your word of mouth is our oxygen so please give us a five-star rating on um apple podcast if you're listening on there yes. and tell your friends tell your mom tell your dog tell your cats <laughs> Uh, to everybody about uh, your new progressive podcast that you're listening to with your homies Bennett and Ashley who update you on the latest and greatest in the news um, which we're happy to do of course follow us also on Facebook at the Oligarchy Disruptor you can follow us on Twitter at Ben the Disruptor and Ashley at Ash the Disruptor Absolutely. And also, guys, please do not forget to vote. I know with all this coronavirus shit, it's very easy to forget what's going on right now. But um, or what I mean is like the election and stuff that's also going on simultaneously in the background. But over half the nation has not cast their vote yet. So it is very important that you vote in the primaries up until the general election which we will go to face Donald Trump so I'll leave it to the queen of voting to give you her spiel about (laughs) that so I'll go ahead All right, everybody yes don't forget to vote Um, if you do not know where your polling place is perfect website it's called yourfuckingpollingplace.com And it's very simple. Just type in your address, press OK, and your polling place will show up um, in the times that they're open. Again, that's yourfuckingpollingplace.com. And then, um, oh yeah, any questions you have about voting, so what your registration status is, um, if you can same day register to vote. I think a lot of states, um, actually I'm not going to say that because I'm not totally sure about how um, states are. I know in Illinois they stopped voter registration online quite a few weeks before the actual um, election, but a lot of states have same-day registration. Um, If you aren't really sure what else is going to be on your ballot, there's also a little section for you to see what's on your ballot. And this website is called rockthevote.org. Super awesome. Answers lots of questions. Uh, That's rockthevote.org. Don't forget to vote, guys. All right, guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Your word of mouth is our oxygen. So we will leave it there. Thank you once again, and we will see you next time.